The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 876. Today I'm looking at the extended commercial Jin and Cassian from Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and pondering the question, are they trying to ship Jin and Cassian on us? Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Alan's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And I guess I should clarify something at the onset just so that, you know, everything is on the up and up, as it were. So I am a heterosexual male. There you go. So as such, I'm looking at relationships between men and women on the screen and thinking, yeah, here and there I could see a relationship developing, right? You know, that's part of just what you see in life. Now, of course, men and women can be soldiers together and not have to have anything be romantic whatsoever. And yet, and yet, I'm still beginning to wonder whether the folks at Lucasfilm are trying to set us up for the possibility of a romantic relationship between Cassie Nandor's character, played by Diego Luna, and Generoso's character, played by Felicity Jones. Now, maybe one of the better explainers in this area is the movie One Harry Met Sally, if you remember that one from back in the late 80s with Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan, and... And Carrie Fisher, hey, Carrie Fisher as well, where basically the idea, at least expressed by Billy Crystal, was that if you are a guy and you are not otherwise attached, then any woman that you are around, whether she is a good friend, not a friend, an acquaintance, whatever, you are evaluating in terms of the potential for some kind of a relationship. So maybe it's just me. It looks like Cassie Nandor is otherwise unattached, basically. Some of the character description stuff we've had of him suggests that he is an unattached guy. And, yeah, people have needs. And the same with Jyn Erso. She seems like she's someone who has sealed herself off emotionally in a lot of different ways. And that's part of the necessity of her life. But... Just because you've sealed yourself off doesn't mean you don't need to be unsealed, and the same thing goes for Cassian. So this is all being predicated by this commercial, Jin and Cassian, that is online. This is one of the ones that actually made it onto the Star Wars YouTube channel and was shared on their Twitter account as well, for sure. So it's not just the comicbook.com folks that have been collecting them, but Star Wars actually released this one too. Naming it Jin and Cassian... Yeah, okay, so there are two characters, and they're the two lead characters in the thing. You don't have to read anything more into it than you want. But when you hear lines like this from Cassian... I couldn't face myself if I gave up now. Okay, sure, you're in the middle of a rebellion, you're carrying out this series of missions, sure, absolutely, could be totally construed like that. And this line from Jin that we've heard before, actually... I'm not used to people sticking around when things go bad. And again, you could totally interpret that in a military fashion. In fact, if you heard Han Solo say something like that, you would assume that it had to do with smuggling or something like that and somebody abandoning him on a job when things got rough, right? And trying to leave him holding the bag, as it were. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading more into it. Maybe there is a chemistry there. Whatever it is, it does seem like 
there is some level of shipping that's happening here going on. The idea that they are setting up Jin and Cassian for some kind of relationship that goes beyond the bounds of military duties. There was a shot in a previous thing. I think it was in the featurette, if I'm not mistaken, the more recent featurette, not the behind-the-scenes one from Celebration Europe. But it's a shot where Jin is you know, close up, and she closes her eyes in a very deliberate way, and it looks like somebody who is dealing with bad news or has just received bad news isn't allowing herself, and is allowing herself, excuse me as I slur those words together, and is allowing herself to feel the emotion of that bad news. Whether it has anything to do with Cassian, well, who the heck knows, but wouldn't it be interesting to decide that one of the ways to go, since Star Wars, at least on the movie side of things, hasn't really been that overt in terms of romance. I mean, think of Anakin and Padme, like for all the romance of them being married and having a kid, all we got were a couple of kisses and that was about it. You know, this could be just the way that Lucasfilm decides to deal with the romance side of things. Maybe it's the case that there is something flourishing potentially between Jin and Cassian. And heaven forbid, Cassian is one of the people that bites the dust as part of this whole thing. And maybe that's what Jin is reacting to in that shot. I'm throwing a lot of theories around. I don't know for sure. And obviously we're not going to find out until December 16th or December 15th, possibly, if we are lucky in the U.S. that we get a Thursday night showing. And of course the U.K. will find out sooner. Oh, by the way, in case you missed the announcement, tickets go on sale November 28th, Monday, November 28th for Rogue One. But back to the point, naming the commercial Jin and Cassie, and they're absolutely trying to set up the relationship, and it does feel like the relationship is a bit deeper than what we already know. From a footage perspective, we are getting little snippets of things here and there in this one. We get a different shot of Jin Erso looking at stormtroopers walking around in the streets of Jeddah. We get a shot of Diego Luna where he's standing behind the screens inside the Rebel Command Center where it looks like he's looking through the glass, possibly just at Jin, possibly at Jin having a conversation with Mon Mothma. It's hard to tell for sure, but it looks like he's just checking out what the scene is, and that's a little bit different from what we've seen before he actually comes in and starts talking to everyone. And they have Felicity Jones giving the, this is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel line. But instead of showing Mon Mothma with that little smile of hers in response, they show Diego Luna smiling and nodding along with all the other troopers where she's basically, I think that's the point where she's rallying some of the troops to go off on a mission that has nothing to do with the Alliance High Council because they've been arguing and whatnot. There's also a blink and you'll miss it shot of Felicity Jones peeking out over some canisters of some sort and then ducking behind them. It's mixed in with shots of Donnie Yen, that would be cheered Imway, whipping the stormtroopers' butts, and Baze Malbus, Jang Wen, shooting them down and that sort of thing. And so you see briefly her ducking behind the canisters or whatever, so maybe it's integrated in or maybe they just happen to cut it that way for the commercial. There's also a scene that we've seen before and it's the back half of, well, I say it's the back half because it's the second line of dialogue, but the second line of dialogue sounds different. So you remember that scene where Diego Luna says, if you're really doing this, I want to help. This time it sounds like, well, first of all, they get rid of the if you're really doing this part. But this time when they show him, it looks like he's saying we want to help. And it sounds like that's what he's saying. And it seems like it's in that place where 
It's possibly after the Alliance High Council has had whatever debates they're having and she wants to go off and take off on their own mission. And that's also the part where Baze Malbus is saying, how many do we need? And Chiridimwe is saying, we want to fight. So Cassian's not just speaking about himself, but maybe he's speaking about a bunch of other rebel officers and rebel soldiers who want to get involved in whatever Jyn Erso has in mind. There's also what seems to be a bit of an extension of footage. We've seen a U-Wing sort of flying along while you see the all-terrain armored cargo transports walking. And it looks like we get a little bit more of that cruise of the U-Wing as it turns then toward the (laughs) the ATACTs. Yeah, trying to say that five times fast. Where they're walking through the water of a lagoon basically on Scarif. So it looks like we see a little bit more of that. We also see a little bit more of Jin in under fire, not in fire, under fire, and hiding in cover. So maybe I was saying in cover but under fire and maybe possibly behind a downed Imperial ever tank. I don't know what she's wearing looks like she's on Jetta. That whole color scheme situation of what's around her looks like it's on Jetta. And after Jin has the line about people sticking around when things go bad, they splice in a line from Cassie and Andor right after that as well. This is the first for me. And that's another line delivered while he's on Jetta. Now, here's the thing, and maybe, again, this is just where they're setting us up for something. I don't know, but there's a quick shot of two hands gripping together, so people holding hands. And as I look at it, it looks like it's Jyn Erso and Chirrut Imwe that are holding hands in this particular moment. The reason why I say that is because, and I'll put the screenshot at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. In fact, I'll have the whole video embedded there for you as well. But the hand on the left that you see looks to be a fingerless glove, and that looks like exactly what Jyn Erso has been wearing in various parts of the movie. In fact, I'm looking at her action figure right now and the picture of her on the action figure package, and she's definitely wearing gloves that are just half gloves that leave her fingers open. And the other hand, it looks like the sleeve on the arm attached to the other hand. It's not a military uniform. It looks more like Chirrut Imwe's robes. And you can kind of see just the way the shot is composed. You can see another hand, and it looks like if it's the right hand grabbing Jin's left hand, for example, then you can see the left hand of the other person. And yeah, it's a little tough to see for sure, but it looks to me like that other left hand is holding a staff like Chirrut Imwe's staff. And we haven't talked about this much, but there's something to consider in that regard. I'm not trying to ship Chirrut Imwe in Jin or so or anything like that. But as far as the Force goes, we know for example, that Chirrut Imwe is a very strong believer in the Force and its power in the universe, even though he is not necessarily specifically a Force user. And on the flip side of things, Jin Erso, we don't know where she necessarily falls on that whole spectrum, but we know her mother, Lyra Erso, is a very strong believer in the Force as well. In the final trailer that we got, there is that scene where Lyra is giving the necklace to Jin and saying, trust the Force. And we know from Catalyst, the Star Wars novel that came out earlier this month as well, that Lyra is a strong believer in the Force and respects the Jedi and the work that they were doing. So it seems like there could be a natural affinity between Chirrut Imwe and Jyn So I am just hypothesizing on that one, but... You know, there's enough evidence to support it, basically. Anyway, so that is going to do it for my look at Jin and Cassian, one of the new Star Wars Rogue One commercials with new footage and new dialogue. I'd love to know what you thought about the commercial as well, and if you think that 
there is a relationship developing beyond the military comrade type of relationship between Jin and Cassian. Please do share your comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Now, yes, as you might expect, I have a trivia question for you, and the answer from yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> After the break, so stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. I've got a trivia question for you. We have a mission for you. Wait, 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 wait. Mission later. Trivia first, all right? Last time I asked you who played Kylo Ren, General Hux, and Supreme Leader Snoke, they are Adam Driver, Donald Gleason, and Andy Serkis. Today's question, who plays Captain Phasma, Maz Kanata, and Lor Sonteca? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey... Before you go blasting your way out of Moss Eisley, check out SW7X7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not an Imperial spy, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 